Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al pie del cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> good morning, good people. How are you doing out there, friends? You are listening to the one and only Probo Show, coming to you live at 8.30 Central European Time. How are you doing out there, friends? Big um, good morning to Vero and the rest of the people joining me live on twitch.tv barra forward slash professional bohemian. How are you doing? If you want to join the live audience and interact with today's show, that is where you do it, my friends. That is where you do it. <laughs> How are you doing, Natch? Very well, thank you. you. Yeah, yeah, me too. Can't complain. Can't complain. We've got some cleanup to do before we get into the show. I received an audio message. From um, from one of your fans, <laughs> I played a little bit of it on the uh, on the lunchtime show yesterday. We're going to hear the rest of it. This is from um, listener, lurker listener of the show, um, uh, Jose Luis, and he um, uh, he often writes. But today, th- this was so important. He felt he needed to send um, send a voice message. I respect that. I beg you, please, not reggaeton song right now please i beg you natch a reggaeton song right now please he continues <laughs> sorry for the audio but I'm, I'm i'm driving i cannot type right now what beautiful accent sorry for the audio he's driving he can't type right now cheers bro. and cheers cheers to you thank you <laughs> i'm not sure you want to hear that <laughs> yeah yeah i mean the the people have spoken natch now it's up to you by the way, Jose Luis sounds like uh, Native American. Yeah, yeah, what a great yours, accent, right? Yours, yeah. <laughs> um, um, another person, um, being safe while driving. Don't send messages while you're driving. Like Maybe record a little audio for us. Where would you do that? How would you send it to us? Very simply, you send it to um, Instagram, at arroba professional bohemian. Really, if you've got me on any network, send me um, uh, send me an audio, however, and I will play it on the show, just like that one. So there you go, Natch. I don't know. I would love to hear, <laughs> just for fun, uh, a Natch reggaeton song. <laughs> oh, you see, you can't say things like that on shows as silly as this one. That's, that's a fact. <laughs> um, who else do we have joining us live? We have Carmen. How are you doing, Carmen? Hey, good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, the bridge is here. Good morning. How fabulously happy I am to be here. Let's start the day by saying happy birthday, Eduardo. He's 25. Happy birthday, Eduardo. 25 years young. Oh my God, 25. That is young. Oh, that's nearly half my age, Natch. I know I'm adding an extra five years to my current age. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to settle myself psychologically into the idea that I will soon be 50 in five, in five years. <laughs> um, Vero says happy birthday to Eduardo as we all do what are your plans for the weekend Natch? I, I don't have any so far I guess I'm going oh. to play Nintendo Switch with my kids oh they dude are, they are expecting <laughs> the weekend the, yeah. the only the only thing that the only magnet that draws me unwillingly towards the, gra- the center of gravity that draws me towards having children it's not any kind of parental instinct it's the idea of having someone to play video games with <laughs> yeah, it's a nice, I don't know, epoca yeah, yeah. <laughs> with your kids. Yeah. You say to your partner, look, it's not me, sweetheart. I would love to be. I've, I've done it. <laughs> I would done love it. to be in Ikea with you right now. Yeah, she was saying, it's a little bit too soon <laughs> for intensity. I was, nah. <laughs> oh, dude, that sounds awesome. My plans, what are my plans? I've got, um, I'm going to have two teeth implanted this afternoon. Oh, God. <laughs> so I'm going to be part cyborg on Monday. It's going to be weird. Um, I'm going to be at a chew on one side of my face. Little known fact about me. Most of my bottom molars, the, the big teeth, <laughs> the, the, um, uh, the, the teeth that are used to crunch things, right? Um, most of them are missing. And you know, I have a theory as to why. It's because when I was a kid, when I was young, when I was a kid, when I was, in, when I was at Eduardo's age, 25 and, and below, I used to, um, my party trick was opening beer bottles with my teeth. <laughs> and here I am, friends, Al Piedel Canyon, 20 years later, <laughs> having fake ones put in. Let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> if you're going to take any other life lessons, don't use so much hair gel. Look at me. 
Um, and other plans, none, really. Watching TV, just trying to get some rest and relaxation in. Guys, I have thoroughly enjoyed the show this week. Thanks for um, joining Natch and I back again. Uh, next week, Tuesday and Thursday's show, we'll do, um, we'll do late night. We'll do late night on Monday and Wednesday, but more on that. Um, next week. All right, friends. Um, boy, do we have a great show lined up for you today. Uh, Cameron says, uh, good luck with that, Rob. You will feel great in a few days. I hope so. The only problem is I got all my ham on back from the charcuteria. I'm using very exclusive language for our English listeners, Natch. So, uh, like Spanish, the famous Spanish ham. Um, Natch and I were gifted some and we, we went to get it cut by professionals. So I've got, I'm going to have this delicious Spanish ham at home and I'm not going to be able to eat it. Torture. I have, I've been caning it though, recently. I had two sleeves of, of ham on yesterday and two sleeves of ham on the day before. And then I talk about how fat I am. <laughs> um, it's okay, being 50 doesn't hurt, says the bridge. Oh, thank you, thank you. I need, to, I need that kind of encouragement. I've got five, year, five years to wait yet until I hit the big five or... Anyway, um, let's see what we've got lined up in the show today. In today's 100 Humans, I asked them to name something you'd expect to see in the Academy Awards. Name something you would expect to see in the Academy Awards. You know, the Oscars. Los Oscars. I don't know how you say it in Spanish. Yeah? Okay. That was the guess. Thank you. Um, uh, Nombra algo que esperas ver cuando veas los premios de la Academia? Hmm? No? Los Oscars mejor no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we would call it the Oscars as well. I don't know why I decided to ask that question in such a poncy way. Let's see. Um, that's coming up in the second half of the show. As is, um, we'll find out where Amazon's cashierless checkout. Um, esto es pa pago sin cajero, I think you'd say. You know, the um, uh, cashierless checkout. We'll find out where Amazon's cashierless checkout is coming to. In the Also in the second part of the show. Um, and in the first part, wow, we have a great unpopular opinion today. A, a popular unpopular opinion, I think. Um, everything is an achievement. Uh, este cultura, cultura de que todo es un logro. You know, every, the, everything is an achievement culture. Devalues real achievement. La cultura de todo es un logro, entre comillas, um, devalúa el verdadero logro. Oof, does that make sense, Natch? Have I explained that well? Okay, yeah, more or less. You know the idea of participation awards. You didn't win, you came last. <laughs> but here's the trophy, because you're so special. I hate that. I've got to admit, I hate it. Um, all right, anyway, so that's today's unpopular opinion. I did release a vote for that on Instagram. We'll get to the results of that vote in a second. Let's go back. We've got Nuria Tam joining us in the chat as well. How are you doing? And Born to Iron Man, how are you doing? Hello, everyone. Happy New Year to all of you. Happy birthday, Eduardo. Eduardo's getting a lot of happy birthday love. <laughs> all right, friends. On that note, I'm here. You're here. Let's see what's going on in the world. A lot of Apple news. A lot of um, Apple news crossed the desk of the um, elves this morning. So let's dig into a bit of that. Um, Microsoft... Well, first of all, what do you think? What do you think is the largest, um, uh, the most valuable company um, in the uh, in the world is Amazon? Actually, it's apparently Apple. Um, Apple um, has been, or is, or is closely about to be usurped from that title, though. Natch. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Apple is the most valuable company. But Microsoft is about to take them over. Uh, this piece of news coming from uh, AppleInsider.com. Microsoft is poi. I have seen other news articles with regards to this, just in case you're wondering if this is fake news. I did some due diligence with this one. Um, Microsoft a punto de superar a Apple como la empresa más valiosa. Um, Microsoft is poised to overtake Apple as the world's most valuable company. Uh, Microsoft is on the verge of surpassing Apple as the world's most valuable company, a position they have um, competed for over the years. As of now, Microsoft's market value is $2.73 trillion. That is a number so high. I don't even know how many zeros there are on a trillion. No, Natchez is shaking his head. The Oracle doesn't know. It's almost fantasy. 
Uh, if anyone out there knows how many zeros there are on in a trillion, please write it in the chat. I have no idea. 7.23, uh, 2.73 trillion. Um, just 100 billion less than Apple's 2.83 trillion. Just a hundred billion natch. Pennies. <laughs> Pennies to these people. Um, this shift is attributed to Microsoft stock rising uh, by 57% in 2023, outperforming Apple's 48% e increase. Factors contributing to this include um, analyst uh, what's this? analysts' expectations of declining iPhone demand and Microsoft's less resilient uh, reliance on hardware sales yeah because obviously microsoft have um have you know quite a quite a few important um business programs and apps um on the market i'm thinking here teams for example it seems to be one of the go-to um, app, um apps that uh, companies use we use it here well we use it <laughs> i use it <laughs> because, you know, I don't want to get off my ass and speak to people. Nothing worse than people, Natch. <laughs> um, so there you go. Yeah, uh, Microsoft poised to overtake Apple. Um, yeah, those numbers are just uh, astronomical to people, to everyday people like you and I, the idea of a company uh, being valued at $2.83 trillion. And I'm pretty sure um, because Microsoft's um, affiliation with OpenAI um that that does quite a lot to um to boost their stock prices i would imagine vero says a trillion here we go is one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen zeros and a one eighteen zeros i look at my bank and i see four <laughs> and that's because they count the centimos <laughs> Um, by the way, if you want to do something about that, guys, uh, patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian where you find all the links to the shows as well as the VODs. Come on, friends. What are you even waiting for? Um, uh, uh, Minnie's joining us all the way from the Netherlands. The amount of O's depends on which system you're using. It's probably the American system, so it would be equal to a European billion. Oh. Min, dropping the knowledge. Can we get a Probo approved? Dropping knowledge. Probo approved. Um, okay, let's continue. Uh, Apple CEO, El, um, El Jefe, El Jefazo, um, the CEO of Apple, Tim Cook's total pay, uh, so um, su salario, el salario de Tim Cook, it's dropped, Natch. Poor Tim Cook. It's dropped to $63 million for um, million dollars for 2023. I hope he lives near a food bank. Poor guy. <laughs> See, poor, poor Tim. How does he make ends meet? You know, I have no idea. Sixty-three million. It dropped to sixty-three million. This coming from nine to five Mac dot com. Um, el salario total del CEO de Apple, Tim Cook, cae a sesenta y tres millones de dólares para veinte veintitrés. Wow, we. Um, the total compensation was sixty-three point two million. Dude, I I don't know about you, Natch. I would take the point too. I would take the point too. Work for a few years and retire. <laughs> oh, a significant decrease from his 99 million earnings in 2022. This amount, however, was still 28% higher than his uh, targeted compensation of 43 million for the year. The breakdown of this earnings included 3 million salary, over 46 million in stock awards, and 10.7 million. As non oh, she's giving me palpitations, not just thinking of all that money. Dude, I, work, I would work for a month and retire. <laughs> I work for a month, month Natch. Hey, you as my replacement. You work for a month. Oh, world's a good place. Um, and uh, and what else? We've got more news. I have to hurry through it, though, guys. We've been taking our time. We take, I wanted to enjoy this Friday show, so why not? Um, Min says it's probably six zeros less than Vero's number since that seems to be a European trillion. Ah, okay. So 18 zeros is a European tr trillion. Got you, got you. Okay, um, US pastors. I don't know how you say this. Los pastores? Not like, do not like the dogs, not like 
<laughs> pastores alemanes, you know, uh, pastors, people of uh, people who lead communities in worship. Let's put it that way. U.S. pastors struggle with post-pandemic burnout. Luchan contra el agotamiento post-pandemia. <laughs> Surveys show half considered quitting since 2020. Poor pastors, Natch, in the U.S. They're suffering from burnout. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, Natch. I don't know what a pastor does other than on a Sunday. What else does a pastor do? Natch, you are, you're a wise man. Fill us in here. No, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it must be so stressful, right? Those Sunday performances for an hour. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's pastor, a singular and the plural is pasta, <laughs> as in macaronis. Um, the article from uh, AP, the Associated Press, discusses the significant levels of burnout experienced by Christian clergy in the United States following the COVID-19 pandemic. A survey conducted by the Hartford Institute for Religious Research, was inc which included nearly 1,700 Protestant Catholic and Orthodox clergy revealed that more, uh, more than 40% had seriously considered leaving their congregations at least once since 2020. Over half the clergy surveyed throughout um, thought about quitting the ministry altogether. The survey highlights the profound impact of the pandemic on mental health and career considerations. It's weird that you would describe a pastor as a career, but that's exactly what it is. So burnt out, Natch. So burnt out. I read something. I read. I was reading for an hour on Sunday to a bunch of people. Knackered. <laughs> I'm going to quit. Where are they going to go? Where's a pastor going to go? Where he thinks he's going to earn more money for those kind of conditions. You know? That's my question. Where are you going to go into tech? <laughs> I've got an app for that. The God app. <laughs> uh, time to find out. Vero, let's go on a research adventure. <laughs> um, so there you go. That's the news today. U.S. pastors, los pastores estadounidenses, luchan contra el agotamiento post-pandemia. Um, so yeah, that that was a 2020 poll. If you're a pastor listening, stick in with it. Honestly, there is nothing. There is nothing good for you in the private sector. <laughs> Do your oppositiones. Go work for the government. I think that would be a good switch. All right, let's go to today's Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular opinion. Okay, so unpopular opinion time. Uh, let's get into it today. It's today's brain fat. Today's pedo cerebral, pedo mental is everything is an achievement culture in, in entre comillas. So la cultura de todo es un logro is devalues real achievement. Um, devalua el verdadero logro. So everything is an achievement culture, devalues real achievement. That's the idea, the concept of, you know, participation trophies for everyone who ran the race, not just the winner. Hmm. Okay, let's get into this. So I asked the elves. Well, first of all, Natch, how do you think people voted on uh, on our, our friendly Instagram? Uh, I don't know. True. They did indeed vote true by a little or a lot. Uh... I'll, I'll this is what surprised me, Natch. It was true, but 91% of Instagram said, yeah, no, no. It's <laughs> We've gone to an extreme, uh, which is interesting to me because I always associate people on Instagram as being younger and a lot more kind of forgiving than I am. But no, 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 91% true saying, yes, this idea that everything is an achievement and everything deserves re rewarding. Um, is um, it devalues real achievement in society. So I did thoroughly torture the elves this morning. They gave me some pros and cons. Let's get into those right now. Uh, when minor tasks or expected responsibilities are celebrated as significant achievements, it can dilute the value and recognition of genuinely significant accomplishments, making it harder to distinguish truly exceptional efforts. Mm. Yeah, true story, right? Um, uh, true story. I struggle to think of an example in my own life where I have kind of... Um, wow, people are still stuck on the trillion thing. In the US, a trillion is 
Um, 12 zeros and a one. <laughs> Thank you, Vero. You guys are killing it. Um, is Microsoft is worth 2.8 billion in European markets, so it's worth a trillion in the American short system. You guys are doing God's work with the um, with the research there. Thank you. Uh, let's continue. Uh, lowering the bar, constant praise for everyday actions can lower overall standards and expectations. This might lead to a lack of motivation to strive for higher achievements or tackle challenging risks. True story, if you know you're going to get the same amount of praise, the same amount of reward for doing no extra, why the hell would you bother? You know? I mean, it is a powerful motivator, the idea that... Um, that you, I like the Spanish way, Natch. You don't hear anything until you screw up. <laughs> You'd be doing an awesome job for, for 20 years. The day you screw up is the only time you're going to talk to the boss. <laughs> ah, Spain. Viva España. <laughs> I, look, I love it here. Come on. I'm, uh, I'm joking. Okay, let's continue. Um, regularly celebrating minor accomplishments can lead to an inflated sense of self and entitlement. This may result in difficulties dealing with failure or criticism when faced with more challenging situations. True story. Haven't we had a, like a, a mini section of the this week's shows almost dedicated to the idea of people that are made of glass? And I know the right would paint the left... I'm talking politically here, as the glass generation, the snowflakes. Um, and, you know, in many in many respects, they are, you know, so easily offended. But aren't the right as well? I mean, the right aren't banning dictionaries. <laughs> the, um, the left, sorry, aren't, banning, aren't taking dictionaries out of school. The left aren't, you know. I think we've all become a little bit more sensitive, no matter which side of the political spectrum we're on. And if you're so myopic that you just think, no, one side is the bad guy, then I would suggest, you know, you just take a breath. Take a breath. Touch some grass. Go outside. Get a lung full of air. <laughs> there, there are no enemies out there. All right, anyway, let's continue. Um... As um, as and everything as an achievement culture can be more inclusive. Oh wait, sorry, I'm, I'm in the cons. Let's continue with the pro column. Um, so yeah, so that um, suggesting that it can lead to an infl infl inflated sense of self and entitlement, and we see that quite often. We, again, with these new generations, you know, this sense of entitlement. I think I deserve this, and I'm not getting it, which makes everyone the bad guy. Yeah, we've seen that. We see that. Uh, reduced incentive for improvement. If everything is lauded, lauded as an achievement, there's less incentive to push towards the status quo. Um, this could um, stifle personal growth and innovation. I truly believe that. I don't believe in only talking to people when screw-ups are happening. I like to kind of dole out as much praise for excellence as I can. But for excellence, because what what gives people the motivation to strive for more than the status quo if they're not being um, hailed for the things that they do that where they go above and beyond what's expected? Now, in the con column saying, no, 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 recognizing small achievements can be beneficial. Let's get into these. Celebrate, celebrating small wins can build confidence, especially in children, learners and those um, and those building new skills it provides encouragement and motivation to continue progressing recognizing everyday accomplishments can reinforce positive behaviors and habits this is particularly effective in areas like education workplace productivity and personal development yeah i kind of agree to a certain sense with that but if you're going to just say oh well done to everything to things that People do that just kind of, you know, the most basic. Like if my boss was to say, well done, Rob, for rendering out that video. I would be like, well, look, <laughs> you know, that's just, you know, that's just part of the job, man. That's a minor part of the job. It means nothing. It's trivial. Hmm. Uh, let's continue. Um. And everything as an achievement culture can be more inclusive. Acknowledging that minor task 
Uh, what is a minor task for one person could be a significant challenge for another due to various factors like disabilities, mental health issues, or different life circumstances. Hmm. You know, again, there's um, quite a bit of truth to that. But again, I would say society doesn't reward. The real world doesn't reward hard work. It rewards results. Let's be, let's be frank. Let's be clear. Let's be adults about this. They don't reward. Outside of childhood, you don't get rewarded for hard work. You get rewarded for results. Finally, um, this approach can foster a more holistic view of success, valuing a variety of skills and achievements, not just those traditionally recognized or deemed significant. All right, guys, those are your pros and cons. I'm going to ask you in the chat to vote. Does, you know, everything is an achievement culture devalue actual achievement? I don't know. I'm hoping you guys do. Um, Natch and I will be back in just four minutes. Guys, so many things you could have been doing this morning. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with us. And it means the world. See you soon. Hey, guys. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. And you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. How are you doing out there, friends? You're listening to the Probo Show live at 9 a.m. Central European time. How are we doing out there, folks? If you just tuned in, what did you miss uh, we we kind of took a little deep dive into uh, into Apple, its current struggles. Um, yeah, the poor CEO Tim Cook only earned sixty three million dollars in twenty twenty three. Poor guy, poor guy. So um, you know, go go join his GoFundMe. <laughs> I want another yacht. GoFundMe. Um, that Microsoft is poised to overtake them as the most valuable company in the world. Yeah, yeah. And um, how U.S. pastors, um, preachers, religious figures, um, struggle with post-pandemic burnout. A survey showed that nearly half of them uh, considered quitting. Oh, yeah, there you go. Um, It doesn't seem like the hardest job in the world, Natch. Just saying. Just saying. (laughs) Anyway, let's get into uh, today's unpopular opinion, which was a good one today. Uh, everything is an achievement culture devalues um, real achievement. Uh, let's dig into some comments that we received uh, by the warriors in the chat. Let's have a look. Um, Carmen said, minimum effort equals everything is an achievement. Vero says, false. From the perspective of someone who has made it through medical malpractice, I can say that every accomplishment is a small victory. Even more when no one thinks you can do things like that. According to them, they are impossible for you. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. But let's not like... Oof. I, I agree with what, what Vero is saying here. I mean, we're all created differently, right? Um, and because of whether it be disability or certain kind of skills in, um, in, um, in how they learn or what they're learning about or their proficiencies... You know, not all people are equal. So surely there should be room, there should be enough nuance left to um, to recognize um, achievement is not equal across the board. Okay, true story. Um, but as a generalized statement, I mean, we need to, we still need to make sure excellence uh, stands out, right? You can't remove context from every situation. Um, what is... What was thought impossible for you, Vero, is every day for other people. So contextually for you, you know, your achievements are, are again, mighty. And I my hat is off to you. But kind of in a workplace, more everyday environment or in um, an, a normal school. I mean, maybe in other schools, special schools designed um, to help people maybe with learning disabilities or, or you know some kind of uh, trouble at home or things like that, then of course you can't measure everyone in the same, um, by the same scale. Hmm. Interesting though. Interesting that um, Vero has added some nuance there to the discussion. Can we get her a probo approved, please? 
Robo approved. Uh, let's see. Uh, the bridge here says, of course you love it here, Rob. You're a true Brit. It's true. I love Spain. I love Spain. And people love that I love Spain. Because <laughs> when they talk to me about Spain, Spanish people, being Spanish, it's mostly them complaining. And I'm like, no, you're wrong. The food, the weather. The only thing I don't like is the music and it pisses everyone off. <laughs> I've lost more friends because I don't like Spanish music than anything else. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. Let's continue. Um, Carmen says, just because you were born does not mean you deserve everything. We almost prove at some point that we deserve our rights. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're talking here about a sense of entitlement. And that's something I've certainly noticed. Um, a sense of entitlement among younger generations seems to be um, a lot more a lot more prevalent. But is that... Here's a question. Here's a question, Cameron. Is that sense of entitlement... Is that a sense of entitlement? Is that someone acting entitled? Or is that someone who's recognizing that their value um, to society is greater than society would have us believe? I mean, let's not forget, if we were doing this show um, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, you know, society would like, I, I live a rather unconventional life for those times. I'm unmarried. I have no children. I don't care. You know, I'm not particularly uber career focused. I love my job and I just do that. You know, I would be somewhat of an outlier, a strange person, you know, because society would have dictated, no, you're married and you have kids already, 45, you should have a grandkid on the way, you know. And my kids complying with societal norms would have done the same. But we're starting to think about all that kind of thing different. And is 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 um, this sense of entitlement just a label we're giving what is actually a greater knowledge of a person's self-worth? I deserve more. And what part does that have to play in the whole idea that everything is an achievement? Interesting. Interesting conversation today, guys. Uh, Min, it's difficult. You don't want to create a participation trophy society. However, today a lot of people, especially young adults, struggle to see their own accomplishments due to societal standards forced upon them with social media. We shouldn't just celebrate everything, but it's good to celebrate small things sometimes since they can bring big steps for an individual, even if it's seen as a normal thing by society. Wise words there by me. And he does continue. It's not that society needs to recognize it, but we need to make them acknowledge for themselves that it can be a great uh, big deal so they can internalize that positive feeling. So emotions you feed will grow. So getting people in a positive mindset is important and it can be a big step to fill in a job application for someone. Um, it is a big step to recognize your own boundaries and change your own behavior. Yeah, true story. He continues. There's more. There's more. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. I also got some messages on Instagram. How do you feel about this, Natch? This topic? Uh, basically, I, I agree. Yeah. The, the things that I do not have to praise, <laughs> or I don't know, to highlight the, the small things yeah, yeah. constantly. But sometimes, sometimes, from time to time, you have to do it, I think. Yeah. I am thinking about my kids, and I... Not going to, to say, oh, man, you picked your toys up and congratulations. No. But if your son constantly does it, from time to time you have to say, hey, man, you're, you're great at doing things. Yeah. This, this kind of thing and thank you. From time to time, not every time. Yeah, I sometimes think we, we have trouble distinguishing what is recognition from what is praise. There isn't, I mean, there's the thing you see. I, I, I again, I again think maybe it's our generation that are a little more sensitive than we think. You know, we tend to throw bandy around words like, you know, oh, participation trophy, oh, snowflakes. I mean, then we're the ones just kind of, we're the ones following the the groove in the record, and they're the ones jumping around and trying to kind of redefine what they think their own value is. And quite often what we might consider... Um, praise is just simply recognition and everyone deserves recognition you know hmm it's interesting interesting point um we'll finish off 
um, with the last um, bit of what what Min says here, and then we'll get into some um, into some comments I received on Instagram. Uh, to some people, these steps will be logical small steps that everybody takes. For others, they are new, big, scary steps or steps that make them feel like they're going against the grain. Society doesn't have to celebrate it, but an individual should always appreciate their own growth. We're good at normalizing our growth, so sometimes people on the outside need to point towards the growth and complement it. Hmm. And then, of course, there is a whole other side of that. I mean, how much praise did you get for... For you know, for just turning up, Natch, when you were a kid, turning up, what's what um, uh, pa, pa, pa ir. just pa, in, in the idea that you went means that that's an achievement and you should be recognized for no, that. No, 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 come never. on, yeah, me neither, me neither, you know, and never in the workplace, never. In, that's not a comment on Spain, like I'm talking about my entire professional life. I remember I was so unused to praise when I first got, I got a five-star review at Edinburgh Festival. <laughs> My friends and everyone around me had seen the play. They liked it, but they'd never given me any feedback, obviously, because we're from the north of England. <laughs> Stiff upper lip. Um, I first, I got this five-star review. I read it and I immediately started crying. <laughs> so vulnerable was I to the soft, smooth words of praise. Maybe maybe we should be praising each other more often, but maybe um, the idea of not receiving praise is not a punishment. It's simply just nothing. You know, do you ever feel that pang of um, of what the hell kind of universe am I living in when people start clapping when their pilot lands the plane? <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> or the people that clap at the end of movies, you know, like the directors have a spy in each cinema. Uh, yeah, uh, Stephen, Stephen. The clapping. <laughs> you know? I mean, should we be should we be uh, praising people for just doing their job? You know? I mean, in hindsight, recognition is different from praise, but just saying, hey, Jerry, you didn't crash a plane. You haven't crashed a plane in 10 years. Congratulations. <laughs> Maybe some things should just be expected. It's a fascinating debate, and it's not without its nuance, which is why... So obviously on Instagram they said ninety percent, but the real um, uh, the real people who really know the people the real decision makers are the people who join us live on the show. So let's see how they voted. So I made the statement that everything the everything is an achievement culture. La cultura de todo es un logro. Everything is an achievement culture. Um, devalues real achievement, and you guys said. 60% true. Well done. Well done. Um, if I was to add a percentage figure to the way I feel about this, it would probably be that. Because, yeah, I do I do thoroughly love that weird moment when people clap for the pilot. <laughs> Thanks for not killing me. <laughs> Thanks for doing your job. Like, people are... You know what I mean? When was the last time you think Rossi got a round of applause when, um, uh, you know, when she cleaned something well? You know? And quite, you know, I mean, and maybe she does deserve one. Maybe she does deserve one. Maybe we all do. I don't know. It's a fine line. It's not without its nuance because there are certainly people out there um, uh, that need, um, need more reassurance than others. But at what point does society pick up that slack? At what point is that the responsibility of the individual to communicate those needs. At uh, what point is that the individual? At uh, uh, what point is that even um, even on society and culture to pick up the slack? You know, should we not be um, a little more tougher, a little th more, th you know, a little thicker skinned? You know, a little more invulnerable to um, to the demons in our own heads. I get it. Look, I'm an anxious person. There is not a there is not an episode of this show where I don't walk into the into the booth with Natch and say, well, you know, I don't think that went very well. Oh, I didn't like this part. I didn't like that part. <laughs> of course, it's lovely when someone um, writes to you and says, oh, good job. I love the show. Of course, that's a beautiful feeling. Um, but it doesn't happen as much as you might think. So you know what you need to do, guys? You need to go on any good podcast directory and get, drop a five-star rating. You're welcome. <laughs> um... 
no, what the point that I was making is it's so rare to be um to be in an environment where you would receive maybe um those kind of positive affirmations that would bring out the best in you. Quite often we're so cynical now we see those uh, we see every kind of effort to recognize small achievement as insincere. I don't know about you, Natch, but in those instances where I've been kind of in an environment where everything, everyone's doing such a brilliant job, I have felt that it was insincere. And I don't know whether that's kind of, um, whether that's a symptom of me just being me or, you know, just being a child of the 70s. But I often find that insincerity is um, is is a repeated uh, is repeated praise. But when it comes every now and again in a small drip, it feels beautiful. So yeah, this isn't an an argument without its nuance. Everything is an achievement culture. I would argue that maybe it doesn't even exist. Maybe it's just a new generation forging their own way to how they want to be treated and good for them. All right, guys. On that note, let's move on to a hundred humans. Oh, all right, friends. Here we are in 100 Humans. Oh, Min says here, to me, the opposite is also true. If you screw up, you need to hear it, of course, in a constructive way. But otherwise, you can't grow. So you move around criticism, avoiding the issue. Yeah, true story. All right, guys. How are you doing, Con? Joining us all the way from South Africa. Okay, here we are in 100 Humans territory. It was a long walk to work, guys, across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered... 100 humans and i asked them all a question today's question was name something you expect to see in the academy awards okay i realize it's quite annoying when i reel out a long list of people who participated on instagram so i'm going to try and do five a day <laughs> so carmen materioscura juan arreo ana casan vero thank you for participating and the rest of you on instagram okay um, so what do you expect to see at the Academy Awards? As always, we go to our one and only Oracle with this um, first. What do you think, Natch? Uh, red carpet. Great answer. I'll be honest, the people on Instagram were a little more kind of, you know, out there with their, um, <laughs> a little bit more kind of intangible with what they were saying. So I appreciate something quite specific like red Carpet, something you would expect to see at the Academy Awards. Red carpet, is it there? Yes, it is. Well done, Natch. But it's not the number one answer. Although I would have thought it should have been. It is the number four answer with 12 of 100 humans saying red carpet. All right, uh, what do we have here? Vero says luxury. Luxury. <laughs> Is it there? Yes, it is luxury. Well done. Um, it is the it is the sixth most popular answer with six of a hundred humans saying luxury. All right, let's continue. Um, let's have a look. Um, awards says Min. Sorry, the chat is moving so quickly. You're doing God's work. Thank you. Awards. Awards. Or an Oscar, right? <laughs> you know, makes makes perfect sense. Awards. Is it there? Ironically, no, it's not. <laughs> it should be. You'd expect to see an Oscar statue at the Oscars, but it's not there. 100 humans, man. They're not, uh, they don't have enough coffee in the morning. <laughs> um, let's see. Nice clothing, says Min. Um, so did Juan Areo on Instagram. He, said, he also said, beautiful clothes. So did um, Anna Kassan. She said, fancy clothes. Is nice clothing, designer clothing, is that there? Yes, it is. Well done. Uh, designer clothing is there. It's actually the second most popular answer with uh, how many? 18 of 100 humans saying designer clothing. Well done, you guys. Uh, you guys are on fire today. All right, um, let's continue. Um, and Oscar says the bridge. Yeah, it should be there, but it's not. It's not. Okay, Friday con. All the way from South Africa, he says, actors, actors. 
Another way to say actor natch, but meaning a very, very famous one. How would you say it? Stars. Stars. Movie stars. Is it there? Friday con. It's the number one answer. Well done. 26 of 100 humans said movie stars. Name something you would expect to see or hear, you know, when you watch the Academy Awards. Movie stars. Okay, what else do we have? Um, We have nice cars. Uh, Nice cars. Oh, we have an Oscar. That's not their amazing clothes. We had that one. Privilege, says Con. <laughs> a disconnect from the real world, says uh, Min. I actually got some funny answers as well on um, on on Instagram. Um, uh, a slap, said <laughs> Material Scura. Oh, God, I hope there's a fight. Has the Oscars been already? It's coming anyway soon. We're in uh, we're in the season for the awards. Do you think? The, I hope we get some more weird violence. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, uh, signs of jealousy, said Carmen. I love that one. Um, all right, but none of those are there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> A disproportionate amount of white people, says me. <laughs> he went there. He went there, friends. Um, okay. A mental health breakdown by Will Smith. <laughs> you guys are on fire. Okay, I'm going to give you some clues. I'm going to give you some clues. You've got four more to identify. Okay, normally, I'm going to give you a clue that we'll cover two. Um, uh, I'm going to give you, yeah, I'm going to give you a clue that we'll cover two. So, um, what happens? You have two presenters there. They read the nominations, right? They read the nominations. One is picked, and then a series of events unfolds when they read out a name. What is the first thing that happens? Do you, do you know what I'm talking about, Natch? A speech. An acceptance speech, Natch. Well done. <laughs> Third most popular answer. 15 of um, 100 humans said acceptance speech. And then, okay, here's the second part. <laughs> uh, Min also got speech. Carmen said tears. Great answer, tears. It's not there, though. Okay, so after the speech, if it goes on too long, something happens. What is that thing? What happens when you're watching it on TV? The speech has gone on for too long. What do they do at the Oscars? I don't know. Put ads? <laughs> no. Ooh, let's see if anyone in the audience can get this one. <laughs> no. No. All right. Here we go. Well, the um, uh, the answer is music. When a speech goes on for too long, they start playing music. Okay. Um Final answer, the fifth most popular answer, something you expect to see at the Academy Awards. Um, what makes someone famous, famous, Natch? What is the what is the requirement for someone to be famous? <laughs> to be good. Uh, the, to, to be good? Uh, yep. There's, like an, movies. <laughs> I don't know. there's another thing that they need in order to be famous. Let's see. Oh, Friday Con has it. It's fans. Well done, Conman. Fans. Fanaticos. All right, let's very quickly go through the list. Name something you expect to see when you watch the Academy Awards. In position number... Seven. We had musicians. In position number... Six. Um, we had luxury. Lujo. In position number... Five. Fans. Fanaticos. Ten of a hundred humans said that one. In position number... Four was red carpet, alfombra roja, you say, right? Yeah, yeah. In position number... Three. Acceptance speeches. Uh, in position number... Two. Designer clothes. And finally, in position number... One. Movie stars. Well done, guys. Okay, let's dive headfirst into today's Complete the News. Complete the News! Carmen says, being pretty, popular. It's it, it, you, something you need to be a, a film star. I don't know. Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti kind of looks like me. <laughs> He's a movie star. Um, to be popular, said Con. Well done. A new scandal, said Min. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, and then the award for 100 humans, says Min. 
<laughs> All right, so this is complete the news. I'm going to give you a real news headline, but I'm going to leave out some important information. You in the audience will complete the news off uh, using the three options I give you. If you're one of the many people watching the show, this is your moment because all you have to write is A, B, or C. This piece of news coming from CNBC. Here we go. Amazon's cashierless checkout is coming to blank. El sistema de pago sin cajero de Amazon llegará a blank. Amazon's cashierless checkout is coming to blank. Is it A, hospitals, B, churches, or C, brothels? Now, do you know what brothel is? No. Nope. Of course you don't. Um, a burdel? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So, is it A, hospitals, hospitales, B, iglesias, or C, uh, churches, or C, brothels, burdeles? Amazon's this, um, uh, cashierless checkout is coming to one of these places, but which is it? Seems to be kind of tied up in the chat there. What do you think, Natch? Hospitals. I think hospitals. Very mercenary. Let's see who's right. Okay, here we go. Amazon's cashierless checkout is coming to... The answer was A, hospitals. Just impossible to beat Natch on a Friday. There you go. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Amazon is expanding its cashierless checkout technology known as Just Walk Out to hospitals and healthcare facilities. Oh, this seems so dystopian to me with the amount of money they have to pay for healthcare in the States. It's dystopian. Uh, the latest version allows healthcare employees to pay for items that, um, at on-site cafes using their work badges. Okay, sounds a little less dystopian now. <laughs> While hospital visitors can use credit and debit cards as well as mobile wallets. Uh-oh, there it is. There it was. They dropped the nugget. Um, uh, the technology which enables shoppers to enter a store, pick up items, and leave without paying. There you go. All right, my friends, there you go. All the links to um, to the news that we've used on the show, that will be available on my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian um guys thank you so much for participating this week it's been a hell of a week i've had such so much fun guys so many things you could have been doing this week instead of doing those things you took the time to spend some time with me and it means the world see you next time <laughs>